listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is a show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Bethel Shaw, and Bethel talked about a bad date she had in New York City. This week, I sat down with Chelsea Hood, and uh, Chelsea told me about a, a bad relationship that she had in Texas and uh, the revenge she got on her way out. Here's Chelsea Hood. Who? The Wicked Witch of the West. I thought she goes, what a world, what a world. What? what? Yeah, she just starts singing, <laughs> skies of blue. <laughs> yeah, she does the jazzy version. Yeah. Um, the Hawaiian version. Oh, that one makes me cry. That one makes everyone cry. It's like I sort love of its crying. job. I almost cried. What was it? Oh, it was NPR. I was listening to NPR on the way here, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they always get me. <laughs> it's because it's early in the morning. I'm really, like, my I'm very raw, you know, like, when you wake up. Oh. Like, so I'll cr- I cry in the morning, like, all the time because I'm not, like, I haven't, my shell hasn't hardened yet. Yeah. Your shell is still forming, right? It's, like, your neck's still like too far I'm, out. When a bug um, molt, mm-hmm. I'm still, like, all, like, soft and white. <laughs> That's a really fucking destruct- like destructive and disturbing <laughs> image. <laughs> I have a lot of theories about layers. Because, like, this is, this is, like, a weird, this is weird to know. But, so I have all these, like, layer, I have a lot of layer theories of, like, because, like, when I'm, like, really tired, I cry a lot. But also, like, when I'm, like, really hungover, tired, sex hits so good. And I'm, like, I think it's because all the layers... I'm very raw and mm-hmm. ready to receive, but it mm-hmm. also that also makes me like cry and stuff. But also, obviously, or like when you get done crying and then you have sex, <coughs> smoking yeah. a cigarette or having sex right when you get done crying. Two thumbs up for me. I'll have to check that out. I've been doing a lot of crying lately. Yeah, you, honestly, I'm sure I could make it work for you. Yeah, I'm sure I could work that out. <laughs> I've been going. I went off my meds because I don't have insurance until the first of January. <sighs> And so I'm what just literally raw dogging life no. with <laughs> major depressive disorder. Just like, wait, how long have you been off them? Uh, like four weeks. It's been horrible. And also, does it when you like come off of them? Isn't that a whole thing? To like, it's been work yeah, it like, out, like it's been absolutely. I like went off my meds, moved in with my boyfriend, and quit my day job at the same time. Oh, I didn't know you quit your day job. Well, I was going really well because I had all these classes here at the lodge, and then I don't have one for December, oh. <laughs> so I have no way to pay my rent, so we'll be fine. going to wrap some Christmas gifts for people. <laughs> it's not going great. It'll be fine. I'll figure it out. But I was like, I'm teaching so much. I'm doing so much stand-up. I cannot keep working a day job. Like, I'm losing it. I'm yeah. like, my, I'm, I don't have time. I, like, just genuinely don't have time. I just need to incorporate something else for money during the day. And then the lodge was like, well, we actually don't have you on a class till January. I was like, perfect. <laughs> Good. Yes. Just quit. <laughs> Absolutely ideal. And I just like ran out of meds and moved twice because I had to move out of mine and Lucia's place. Oh, yeah. Stay with my boyfriend for a month in the fucking suburbs and then move again. And now I live with someone who has like a lot of Chicago Bulls art. So Really? It's the worst. His taste is like a 14-year-old boy. So but it's like posters and frames. I'm like, just because they're in frames doesn't mean they're not posters. <laughs> like, it's still a sports poster. 
It's um, I've thought about if I moved in with my boyfriend, I, I've thought about, yeah, like inviting <laughs> the chill way to be like, you're not hanging that up. <laughs> no, there's it's and honestly, it is like a wild <laughs> level. It's just a no for me. <laughs> we have to have a veto system. The number of shit too, like he has four Flintstone mugs from McDonald's in the nineties. My former roommate had the like plastic cups that were like from the nuggets or same thing in the 90s they're like yellow they were white mm-hmm. now they're yellow it's like oh. these are glass and they're mugs they have bone handles okay that sounds awesome though um but they have to be on display those oh, are display pieces you can't use them no i think that they're fragile <laughs> because they're, they're very vintage <laughs> it's got the whole set and they're on display in our kitchen and i just have to take that <laughs> you have to pick your battles yeah because i mean I talk about how I don't want to be alive all the time. So it's like, yeah, you can display your Flintstones mugs. It's a give and take. Yeah, he's like, I never know if you're going to be breathing when I come home. But, like, at least I get to put my mugs up. Um, ooh, I just gulped really loud. It was good. No, it sounded good, yeah. Um, anyway, so what, I, you're going to tell me about a big breakup. Well, I don't know if it was a big breakup. It was one of those where I, th- it's more of like a cautionary tale because I think a lot of uh, female comics listen to this podcast and like younger ones as well. And so take it from somebody who... Isn't that wild when you see like yourself because like now I've been here like seven yes. years and mm-hmm. and then watching these new female comics, I'm like, oh, fuck, that was me. And I had no idea... I was, you know, in my own little. I'm like, la, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on SNL, like, and then like, and then mm-hmm. like watching the way like men like treat young. They're not even young necessarily, but younger, young new in comedy, comedy. yeah, yeah, right. which is the kind of a little bit the same as being young, not really. Anyways, good. No, it does. It feels there's a, this a very similar level of vulnerability, very similar level of like unsure footing. Yeah, because you can't really see. I feel like lots of men grooming them. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when you move to the city, it's like almost like a coloring book where you like start in the middle and you start coloring and you can't really like see the whole picture. You like have to slowly color the whole thing in and then you have this or like a paint by numbers, right? You like only have the yellow and you're like, okay, what's happening here? I don't really get it yet. And then by the time you have six colors, you're like, oh no, what have I gotten myself into? Perverts (laughs) as far as I can see. (laughs) It's a picture of, oh, these are all dicks. Oh man. (laughs) These are all ball sacks. Okay. This is not what I thought I was painting. <laughs> I put a lot of time into this. This whole, my whole life has come now. This is terrible. So that's what it is when you start stand up. And like, I didn't know better. And I thought it was cool to date someone at the top of the scene. If I hadn't been date already been dating a comic when I got here, I would have, I would, I can think of specific The ladders I, I would have climbed. 100% would have fucked. And like, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I look back at that and I go, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, no. it was wild. I mean, and it's funny because, like, it also what younger female comics don't realize and, like, what even I was doing five years ago when I moved here. Someone was trying to sleep with me that was sleeping with you. And was like. Five years ago? Yeah. Uh, well, I can only think of one person. Yep. And, nope. Run a little cancel. Get a little cancel. He's a little canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it was because of things like this. <laughs> um, and so I will say the inside of his brain is. But the color yeah. that it 
the way that it colored my relationship with you in the first like two years was insane. I like didn't really talk to you a whole lot. I like didn't know how to feel about you because I was like, well, he's sleeping with her, but he's like trying to sleep with me. He's like, I don't know if does that mean we can't be friends? Like, it's just such a weird thing when you uh, first. Well, this is the first time hearing of it. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, this was an internal dialogue. Is but that... I mean, that guy was trying to fuck like anything. Everybody that was mildly warm, so I'm mm-hmm. when <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Th- At which point, I just well, said. If you're trying to fuck, like, that's fine. But can we just make that that so we stop, like, driving each other around yeah, and sitting in the car for too long? Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. I am. Um, <laughs> what was weird, though, is, like, I was in an open relationship. So I was like, I was like, you know, yeah, do what you want to mm-hmm. do. Like, and that, that did not bother me. Well, he. So I'm dating someone. And then, like, kind of, you know, I, I would say dating Lucy, but hanging out with this guy. And if I was, like, talking about somebody else that I, like had seen or something he'd be like no 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 la, 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 la. I, I don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it and he's like sorry that's just my man brain i can't i can't hear about you i was just like what? this is the most fucking backwards thing i've ever heard like i'm literally living I'm with like someone dating. yeah no yeah I, like <laughs> he's like no he's okay just him he's like you got your first yeah. <laughs> like, okay. hey rules of dibs are rules of dibs that's just my man brain it was just i'm like okay but so yeah so i mean i think it's just very it's a weird natural thing that women navigate when they first enter the scene and i think that it is also, uh, I mean, straight women, for sure. Um, and then we all try to sleep with women because we're like, this can't be my reality. And then, unfortunately, we realize that we like men. So we go back. <laughs> and rock in a hard place. It is. <laughs> Sometimes not even a hard place. Just a, <laughs> just a frustratingly limp place. <laughs> and he was really popular. And so, I and I had become friends with this group of people. Um. I slowly start dating this person and of course the opportunities just start rolling in right like and you're like Road okay wow yeah. yeah I mean the perks of dating an absolute piece of trash at the top of the scene are huge <laughs> so we're dating for a while and it just starts getting like very abusive um emotionally not physically I could have bench pressed this person but like <laughs> I mean and that is absolutely a direct shot at their masculinity um <laughs> But so I just was like, okay, I'm new. I don't really know what's going to happen. And we would get in these big blowout fights. And he would be like, look, if you if you fucking do this, if you break up with me, like, I'm going to get you blacklisted from the scene. You like, say that to your face. Yes, like crazy. And, like, I'm a year and a half in. And I'm just like, this person is 10 years in. Like, Ugh, what a sad man. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Sad little guy. Um, But you don't know better. You're like, can he – can they – do that i mean like, they kind of can and like, they kind of can do that and so you just are in this fear trap now and so it gets especially when you're really fresh and not everybody knows you it's it would be it would be easy to black black oh, hundo yeah i could do it right now i could send out like four texts done done bye yeah but i wouldn't I, but we're not doing unless that. you test me we have I not will. drafted a short list <laughs> oh yeah i got a, I got a fucking list i got a list of people that i'm like I'm like you canceled yourself. It just didn't take. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to do anything. Hilarious, absolutely hilarious. But it's like messy, right? So it's like, in terms of the ladylike brand, this is the sloppiest person I've ever seen. It's like we're not fucking because their body image is there is zero radical self love there. Like there is no comfort level in their own skin. So we're like not even sleeping together. Those are the people that are always kind of mean. Yeah, 100%. And you, yeah, and when you, like, get to know them, you're like, oh, you are really insecure. It's that. And so, but it's also just, like, 
him blacking out and me like trying to get him into a car and like get the eggs off of him like just like always pancakes there's so there were so many pancakes it was like this is i, I am not dating you i have a large toddler <laughs> with a big beard like unbelievable so the straw breaks the camel's back at some point i'm like trying to get out trying to get out right like and <laughs> i get him home one night i have this huge opportunity i'm like taping for this thing it is like my night like i never have a night it's been his night for a year and a half yes i did stay too long <laughs> i really liked comedy i was really afraid he was gonna get me kicked out of comedy no i mean that's it's real it's so super. so this is like my cautionary tale of my of my life so it's like you're a night and then you like watch someone try to watch you get attention oh forget it like he just starts doing shots and he's just getting loaded um as he gets super loaded i like get him into the car i'm like ticked off because i'm driving now on... this is your a star is born moment yeah 100 percent. he pisses and spoiler sorry it wasn't piss it was throw up he's in the passenger seat of his car and he has thrown up all over himself all over his passenger seat of his car and i'm like i can't believe he threw up where i ride all the time (laughs) (laughs) like i sit there i have to clean this up or i'm gonna be sitting in puke for every road gig we do for the rest of our lives together because I can't leave this psychopath or I'm going to get blackballed. So then I go inside. He has passed out like on my bathroom floor. I'm like taking his clothes off of him like he's a baby and putting them in my washer and dryer Um, because when you live in Texas, you can have a washer and dryer in your oh, unit. That does sound nice. Yeah. Um, bad politics. No but, like, abortions. Yeah, allowed. no abortions but in unit laundry. Well, that would be nice. <laughs> I mean... Which is perfect because if you miscarry in your pants, you're gonna need a washer and dryer in your house because you're not gonna make it to Lu- Louisiana. Isn't even the closest state you can get one. I don't even know where you go. Um, I California. Wonder what... What's the closest state? It's got to be. It's that's terrifying. Um, no. So this man has just thrown up all over the place, and I'm like cleaning. Yeah, not I guess probably. Straight north. You're not gonna get one in Oklahoma. What if it's Illinois? My God. Okay. Anyways. I know. It's a 16 hour drive. I don't recommend doing it with your mother. (laughs) So I'm cleaning up all of this puke and I get it inside. I'm inside and like, he's a mess. There's puke everywhere. I'm like getting his clothes into the washing machine. He's now in my clothes and his phone (laughs) is like blowing up on the countertop, but it's like two in the morning. And it's all not our one of our friends because I know all of our friends and their names would come up. I catch this man cheating on me. We have not slept we've slept together one time and I'm pretty sure I should have been canceled for it. And <laughs> <laughs> he's been sleeping with some woman in Philly. And I'm just go- fly to Philly? I I mean for work, sure. Oh. It's stand up. You don't you're like, do you have a college gig? Maybe. Or are you just getting laid in Philly? And this man is getting tit pics, pussy pics, like the most disgusting photos of all time while I'm cleaning his vomit out of his car. At which point I'm like, oh, absolutely not. <sighs> I take the phone, put it in the puke pile. I take his clothes. I put them back in the car. I take them out full of puke, water, put them on his back seat of his car. <laughs> Get him like walking out to his car, 
put him back in his car and take his car keys inside my house with a note that just says, you're criminally insane. <laughs> I have your car keys inside. You've been locked inside your car. So he has to like get out in puke clothes and like sweatpants that don't fit him in the next morning and like sadly march to my door and try to get his car keys back. Um, but it was, I mean, in all of the ways that I hoped we would break up, that was far and away, I think, the best moment. <laughs> but just, like, that moment when you realize, like, oh, wow, I need to work all this time I've been, like, hating this person. And the self-hate that has been going on to stay in this situation is, like, 100% crazy. Turns out he's still doing terrible, which I love to hear. <laughs> he's still just, like, getting blackout drunk at, like, 45. Ugh. I know. <clears throat> it is. I would say when you're like in the middle of something like that, it is it's harder to see like you know, when you get out you're like, Why was I doing that? But it's like when you're in it it's it's so hard it to looks see different but Well and there's like a lot of fear attached, right? Like I think it's crazy when I mean and there were so many times where it was just like Yeah, like Oh man, I just remembered his apartment. It was the most mm. disgusting apartment <laughs> I've ever seen. It always is too. It's like they don't clean to where you're like, I'm going to go to the Dollar Tree and get you bath mats. Because oh. Dollar Tree bath mats are better than what is happening here. Men's bathrooms are, well, not all of them, but sometimes, yeah, it's just like. I would say a good 80%. It's, it's even, even, I've been surprised that some of the men I'm like out in public really put together, wearing a cute little outfit and stuff. And then you go in their bathroom and you're like, it's, this is just a pile of pubes. The worst bathroom I ever saw was five male comics living together in oh, yeah. Brooklyn. And I knew girls dating those comics. I mean, I was dating one of them. And, like, <laughs> I, knew girls I was dating the was one in the me. basement with, <laughs> no, I mean, it, I don't know if it was a relationship, but we were dating for a while. To the point where one of the other roommates tried to make a move on me in a cab on the way home from the Old Creek. And I was like, oh, I actually can't fool around with you in this cab because I am sleeping with your roommate. <laughs> and we were just keeping a low profile. <laughs> spicy yeah it's so spicy i like secrets yeah new york was full of secrets <laughs> but texas was just like a crazy place where you're like there's only four people here that you can date because most of them got married or were like in the middle of a giant divorce <laughs> um and then you date them and you're like oh wow yeah you're a texan you're disgusting i can't imagine living in texas i almost became a housewife I moved there when I was 25 to become a housewife <laughs> in a cul-de-sac. I think you'd be a good housewife, though. Honestly, I think I regret it every day. <laughs> I think I regret bailing on that shit. You have a lot of applicable skills. <laughs> Yo, I know. I'm like, here I am as a road comic, and there, no one needs a cake. No one needs anything hand-sewn. No, I was going to say, no one needs their their uh, hardwood tables sanded no, we're not down sand and yet. lacquered. I could have <laughs> had a wood shop barn and chickens, and I would have been the happiest woman on the planet. We could just start a place... Honestly, I think the most successful business we could run would be a convent for failed comedians <laughs> where they just live off the land and, like, occasionally do mushrooms and talk about what could have been. Oh, that actually does sound nice. Um, I was, like, really, I don't know why I found it, but I was looking at Amanda Sa Safe, Safe Breeds mm -hmm. Instagram. Sure you and were. So for 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> But it's so, it is not what you'd expect. It's just, she just lives on a big-ass farm. She's got, like, horses and goats and, like, 
a do- like a sheep dog and everything and it's like it looks like my friend's instagram that has a farm and, and then every once in a while it's like i'm on the cover of vogue but then other than that it's just like goats and it seems like a really nice that's life a better that's a better life then i look at like it's like i look at like the kardashians and it's like constantly being like photographed in la and like i've never wanted that life in the first place but like oh, i think being famous would be horrible oh trash absolute trash and people that's why people are like why don't you why aren't you doing tiktoks why aren't you doing all this stuff and i'm like because i don't know it sounds like the fastest way to get famous and like while i want to get paid to do stand-up the last thing i want is to not be able to just like spend an hour at target oh yeah and also like i don't know i, I always get nervous that like even if like even if something goes like a little viral like there's like groups of people on the internet that could like dox you and like just for fun like ruin your life oh like even if you're not like a public figure that they, they just didn't like something you said you could like I, I think that i think i'm kind of being like reactionary but like that is something i think about is like what if what if i just became like the pet project of like some 4chan forum that was like let's root like i, feel like I, I worry be about that specifically right with with like women with strong opinions about being an independent woman like I mean, I, that, I mean, you were talking about scary. Like, I was in Bismarck, North Dakota two weeks ago. And I was like, hey, oops, you accidentally gave a, an independent woman a microphone for an hour. And they did not love it. Like, they were like, yeah, this was a huge mistake, ma'am. You're actually right. I did a joke about a strap-on, and this man comes up to me afterwards, and he goes, hey, what strap-on spelled backwards? Yeah, it's no parts. And he goes, oh, you see that right there? And I was like, I don't... Okay, (laughs) have a beautiful evening. Drive safe. Have a blessed day. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. These, these, like, beautiful women just, like, dangling off of these, like, controlling men. Oh, and small towns are weird like that. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a 10 with a 5 every day. And then they have four kids, and it's like Langdon and Braxton and Paxton mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Leo. <laughs> yeah, every kid there was going to be entered in the mullet competition next spring. <laughs> okay, so at our live show, the audience can submit their own disgusting story to be read on stage anonymously. And these are some of those stories. Um, In high school, I used to show my underwear to the Subway sandwich guy to get free sandwiches. He was too old to see a high schooler's panties, I'll say that much. And this is, one of my friends submitted that, and I recognize the story. (laughs) He was in Nebraska. Um, Of course, yeah, that's where you do that. And they would, her and her friends would go in there and, like, like, show them, like, show this guy the top of their thongs, and he'd give them, like, a free foot line. Fuck off. She's like 17, 16. Okay, but how is that different than OnlyFans? Well, it's just some creepy old guy that works at Subway. I mean, it is a little different. I don't know, man. I think that that's just like, that that led the way to what we now have as this like visual <laughs> platform, right? Like, well, I don't know. When I was 17, I was getting free subs. So I think, ladies, we got to band together with this tech. <laughs> yeah. Who can, we, who can write code? Yeah. <laughs> Um, does anybody here fuck someone who knows code? Because <laughs> we're going to need it. Imagine that's your life, though. You live in Nebraska, you work at Subway, and teenagers come in and show you the top of their thong. 
And you go, yeah, that's good. And you're like, hey, yeah, I mean, that's all Here's he the had. seafood delight. Oh, I know. That is all. Yeah. Here's a BMT. I um, I do. Th- <laughs> One of my. <laughs> I forgot about this. One of my friends. Boyfriends worked at Subway in high school, and like one time he was like gone for too long, and they go to look for him, and they find him in the walk-in, and he like turns around, and <laughs> he's been shoveling the like seafood, like there's like a seafood sandwich. I don't know if they do it anymore, but it was easy. It, it would be like mayo just... and shrimp and shit like that, oh. and fish. Yeah, I know it sounds horrible, but he was shoveling the seafood delight into his mouth, and he turned around, and he had like a little mayo stuck <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> Of all the things to eat there, you could have like a slice of ham, you know. Well, that's also that's like the only problem with the story is like, ladies, if you're showing your thong cheeks, like you're doing Subway. Hey, that's an interesting point. Like, this was the time of Quiznos. This was the time yeah. of Schlotzky's. Okay, I don't know what that is. You just said a word I've never heard. Oh, of. Schlotzky's Deli. It's a very Midwest sandwich spot. Is it? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it used to be. I do remember Quiznos though. But yeah, like Cousins. you know what I mean, like. Yeah, cousin subs, anything. What are you doing with Subway? Herberts and Gerberts. Some exactly. Remember Never heard of that, that, but I know it's better than Subway. We had that in Madison. They closed. I think it might have gone under. It wasn't that good. Yeah, nobody. Well, maybe they got busted for people showing their panties for their <laughs> dope ass sandwiches. Whoops, I hit the mic. Um, okay. Here's another one. This one. This one's kind of on theme for revenge. My ex made a big deal about buying a white couch and once told me we couldn't hook up there if I was on my period. When we broke up, I wiped a bunch of boogers under the cushions. (laughs) (laughs) I hate boogers. That's like the one thing that truly grosses me out. Is Is it? Yeah. I don't know why. I I find it foul. Oh, man. I think boogers wasn't enough. I think she could have gone farther, but... Well, I know. There, it is kind of, as far as, like, surface area... You could have done Yeah, white couch. I mean... I would never buy a white couch. And I'd never buy white underwear either. No. Just for the same reason. I don't. I <laughs> had... to shit on them. Yeah, it's just not... <laughs> I don't understand it. I, were, I had a client that just bought this, like, insane white couch from Italy. And it was, like, thousands and thousands of dollars. And it's fabric. It's, like... You can scotch guard the shit out of that, but, like... I know. Now, now you just have to spend the rest of your life being like, no, no, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. No way. My my Jesus couch was purchased Christ. specifically because it was like a dark green tweed. Yeah. You want something, you want the, the way the linoleum is like, you can't tell if it's coated in dirt or not. A hundred. Yeah. I, a linoleum couch. I think she could have gone farther with the boogers. I once got cheated on by a guy in the Upper Peninsula um, <laughs> and my friends came up to get me. And I was like, we're not doing anything crazy. Let's go. And they were like, you got it. And like a year later, they were like, we have something to tell you. (laughs) They had, my friend Cassie had scratched all of his video games. That's hundreds of dollars. So they wouldn't play anymore? mm -hmm. Wow. Now, granted, I did wait for this motherfucker to come back from Iraq for a year. So, like, when you get cheated on after, like, giving up a year of your, a year of your life while Wait, they're, like... what do you mean come back for your... What? No, he was, like, in Iraq on tour with oh, the military. I really misheard you. <clears throat> and I heard you say come back for my rack. Mm-hmm. And I was, like... I mean, it's great, they always but... do. Yeah, like... <laughs> they come crawling back. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> what, are you back for the Iraq? rack? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you and Julie's baby back. I know all of that. 
But no, he, yeah, so I like waited while he was like on tour in Iraq, like defending our sweet, beautiful country where women are treated like crap. And he comes back and I, we like move in together in the Upper Peninsula and like a month in, I find out that he's just been like dating someone else the whole time. Well, he was gone. Yeah. Like more letters, more pictures, all the same shit. And for the month that I was finishing out my commitment at work before I moved up there, he was basically living with some girl. My girlfriend's were like, hell no. We got you through the last year of this, and this is what he's doing. She sprayed perfume in his oven <laughs> so he could never, ever use his oven. Like, wild shit. Like, they scratched his DVDs and his, like, video games. They, I mean, they went so hard. So, boogers on the couch, I'm like, let me hook you guys Child's up with my good. friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know what you need. Unless it was her fault, then it was just like, fine, one snot rocket. <laughs> One for the road. <laughs> yeah, also, like, boogers on the bottom. It's like, no, snot rock at the center of the cushion that's his favorite and get out. Like, I mean, it, I guess it would be, like, a slow burn. Maybe he'd find it later, but. Yeah, I want more from her. <laughs> She's not giving me enough <laughs> Give evil. Give me more. Um, have you been cheated on in every state, be honest? <laughs> no, but. Michigan and Texas, the two places I moved you know, for one men. Of those maps where you like put the state the pairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I was not good at relationships for a really long time. I like just dealt with my trauma in the last like eight years, and now I'm like, oh, oh wow, <laughs> this should have been like a condemned building for the first twenty five <laughs> years of my life where no one was allowed to enter because it was not stable. <laughs> Um, okay, I got one more for you. I believe it. In seventh, this sounds crazy. In seventh grade, I used to use my electric toothbrush to masturbate and also brush my teeth. <laughs> and one time, I got period blood on it, and my mom knocked on the door, and I had to act like I was brushing my teeth. So I did what I had to do. Unbelievable. <laughs> I think I'm like. Did you have to act like you were brushing your teeth? There's like a bunch of other stuff in the bathroom that we could we could have been doing. Like you'd be like, I'm occupado. Yeah, just not right I'm now. Shitting. Yeah, poop, pooping. <laughs> Ooh, that Honestly, or just like I'm masturbating <laughs> would be better than what <laughs> transpired. Almost there in one minute. What um, did you masturbate with before you got your first vibrator? Okay, so this is like. I was really I I started my sexual journey in kind of a weird way and when I was a kid I would scoot around on the carpet (laughs) 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 and the way that like I was doing it I like it doesn't really make that much sense but I would kind of just scooch around on the carpet and it was one of those things that I didn't think anyone knew what I was doing so I would do it all the time and uh, people super knew what I was doing. Oh, for sure. I took so many baths in my parents' whirlpool tub that I'm sure my mother could never enjoy it. (laughs) It's not a thing we've ever talked about. I'm sure she would be absolutely mortified, but man, I was jerking off with that whirlpool. With the jets. With the jets. Oh, Oh, yeah. Totally. Because, like, jet to clit is like an instant. It's instant. Okay, see, that doesn't really work. I'm kind of, I kind of need a more subtle, like, um, like, a, a, a jet. I've given it a try, and I've been like, whoa. Too much. Yeah. Sure, sure. I, I, need, I need, like, a low rumbling. 
I can't I can't get like blasted. A, you know, like a slow carpet drag. <laughs> <laughs> like my grandma's carpet would be perfect for me. <laughs> I think the hardest part. And I'm watching part, PBS. <laughs> yeah, the hardest part to tell that story is like because people knew what you were doing. Like that's the, oh, the I, humility in that now is like. I, I also, it's funny because they knew what I was doing and I did not know what I was doing. I was just like, man, if you sit on the carpet like this, it feels great. I told my sister, I was like, you got to try this. <laughs> it's like, I, I found something amazing. She was like, it is awesome. The two of us are scooching around. Like, it's, it's horrible to think about. That's, I mean, yeah, like, I, my parents couldn't get me to take a shower for the first, like, five years of middle school. And then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like, that whole time of, like, fourth and fifth grade where you're, like, finding out that you get stinky. You're like, I have to bathe every day. Like, this is Oh, yeah, crazy. that was big. When my arm, when I, I was in my armpits where it's stinky, I was like, what the fuck is happening why do i smell like chicken noodle soup <laughs> yeah it is kind of soupy sometimes sometimes it smells like it depends on what you've had but it, it can get real brothy when my dad would like be like working in the summer he'd come back yeah he'd smell, he'd smell like a stew <laughs> and what's crazy is when i get really sweaty i smell like just like my dad <laughs> not like my mom i got my dad's fucking like sweat glands i don't know like our mother's awesome. generation was born with like a daintiness that like just I don't know. We came out and we were like, we're making the same amount as them. A and we've never the smelled China the same. Yeah. yeah. Just reek. <laughs> Modern women wish we could go back to the way it was. Oh, man. Could you imagine if we were all just vacuuming and getting drunk on martinis in the afternoon? It's so nice, though. We really that? overshot. I think. <laughs> Everybody was like, you're paying taxes. This sucks. We're independent. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we could have had a cool little group, especially now, right? Like, knowing what we know now, had we all just agreed to be housewives when we were 26, and then we were just getting together in the middle of the day and getting absolutely ripped and watching <laughs> trash TV. I'm for pot roast. Using our allowance to hire cleaning people and An just having... Yeah. I mean, what were we thinking? We fucked up. We did fuck up. <laughs> So yeah. more from your uh, independent dirty queens. <laughs> Our live story comes from Bethel Sham. Bethel is a Chicago comic and this was recorded in November of 2022. Here's Bethel Sham. We sold our Uterus and uh, we 
we bleed. I don't know if I know this. Um, <laughs> and you do it so often that you already have like mental preps for it. You know, like, you know, if you pee on yourself a little bit, you could just hide it with a coat. Like, Y'all know what we do. <laughs> if you pay, pee a lot of it, it's time to go home because <laughs> somebody might smell it. <laughs> and then, um, and if you shit on yourself, you just wrap that underwear in some toilet paper and you throw it out. You know, you just take your way home. <laughs> or you just go out and drink some more. <laughs> no, I, uh, when um, I did some research, because she, I went to one Coles open mic and Jenna saw me, she reached out to, to me on uh, Instagram. She's like, yo, you should really come out to the show. And I was like, yeah, for sure, like, what's up? She's like, you know, we do gross stories, we talk about sex and periods. She saw me one time, what about me says, <laughs> Unfortunately, I am attracted to straight men. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so y'all already know I got some stories lined up. <laughs> I lived in New York for like a little bit over a year, and I went to this like filmmaker mixer, and I met a couple of folks, and one guy, his name's Quan. We chopped it up. He, he reminded me of home, of Chicago, so I was like, we, we exchanged information. I live like in the boonies of like the Evanston of New York, so I had to like <laughs> take the metro to go all the way into the city, all this shit. So he kept getting on my case, like, when are we gonna hang up? When are we gonna hang up? When are we gonna hang up? Every week. 
see is like a bodega cat in the corner, and she was like, bitch, is that what you finna do? <laughs> and I was like, bitch, can I go home with you? <laughs> yes, I'm going to this nigga house. What you mean? I'm not going to Grand Central. <laughs> so he's talking to the, the bodega man, and they're talking to him, whatever, and he turns over, he walks over. You know how bodegas are in New York, if y'all haven't been there. Like, they're, everything in New York is small as shit. Uh-huh. So it's just like one fucking hallway, and it's freezers on one side, just the aisle of random shit on this side, and then like the little deli, and then the counter here. So you could literally reach one end of the store uh, <laughs> on all sides. So my Quan is talking to Bodega Man, walks over to the freezer, he opens it up, steps on a step stool, and grabs a roll of toilet paper. Hands the Bodega Man a dollar, gets back 50 cents. Mm, yes, 50 cents, roll of toilet paper. One ply, matter of fact, that shit was negative ply. This nigga was like, I was like, oh my God, what am I got myself into? This is like month two of New York City. So I'm like, I'm already here. What word, how bad could this get? It gets worse. So we're walking over to his place. And somebody comes out, they're talking, and I was like, how do you know? He's like, you know, I know him from around the way. I was like, nah. are you sure you're not from Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> so we climb like a million stairs up to his apartment, and he opens the door, and there's no furniture. Oh, <laughs> no. uh, yeah. Actually, matter of fact, there was one dumbbell. <laughs> like next to the windowsill. <laughs> So I just like walk over to the windowsill and the other dumbbell <laughs> walks in behind me. So I'm just sitting there just like <laughs> I'm sitting at the windowsill and I'm just sitting there and then it's uh, just fucking pollution and <laughs> street lights and the moon. <laughs> so I just look up and I'm just like, universe. God, Mary, <laughs> all you niggas up there, <laughs> you get me out this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, starlight, starlight. <laughs> get me out this shit tonight, Lord. <laughs> he was like, you just gonna sit there, you know? And I, he was like, we can just go back to the room. I was like, he's like, you know, I got a bed in there. I was like, might as well, nigga, you ain't got no other friends. <laughs> should he see this? He should have brought this at least. <laughs> we go into his bedroom. <laughs> And I promise you, I'm not lying. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you already know how bad you're going to get. <laughs> it's just his bed. He, he actually, it wasn't a floor. It wasn't on the floor. It was like on the wall. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so like, give it up for y'all, the black man. <laughs> no bed frame, though. I mean, no, uh, what's, what's the, no headboard. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Just the bed on a little bed frame. Uh, his door had no knob. <laughs> There's a hole like right next to the knob too. <laughs> no closet doors, and instead of a nightstand, it was just a fold-out chair <laughs> right in the corner. <laughs> no comforter, just the tight fitted sheet and the flat sheet. That's it. Um, and the sheet, the sheets were brown. Yeah, yeah. I was like, now I know why you ain't got no fucking toilet paper. Well, <laughs> make sure your streets match the sheets and shit. <laughs> I'm still doing mental calculations. I'm like, I can't go home. I still got like six hours before the first train. Shit. Um, I didn't sleep with him. Give it up for me. <laughs> I did unfortunately have to sleep on the bed. <laughs> I was fully clothed. I was just like in the corner like this. <laughs> 
to Chicago, because at least the men here have shame. <laughs> yeah, they'll say sorry before they bring you into their dirty household. <laughs> yeah. My fault, I forgot to get to it. They'll give you something, some kind of disclaimer. Not New York, man. I think it's because they're just used to ch taking the train with the rats. <laughs> they're just standing at the court, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my God, I'm so glad I've moved back. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think because I've, like, grown up being poor for so long, like, all these things is, are funny to me at this point. You know, I'm, I'm, my family's from Eritrea, it's East Africa. And, uh, yeah, thank you, shout out, African. <laughs> uh, me and my mom went there a few years ago, and uh, it was my first time as an adult, the first time I was, like, two years old. Um, and my parents would never forget to, like, they always told me the story when I was two. They took me and my brothers, like, like two years after Eritrea got its independence, because we beat Ethiopia's ass. They were happy shit. And I guess like when African parents get around like other adults, they just forget they have children. <laughs> so me and my cousins were just like frolicking as fucking toddlers, and you know, in, in Eritrea you have to hand wash. In most African countries, you hand wash everything. And so they had like a basin of dirty laundry water. And I just apparently just like walked over to this basin of dirty water and just was drinking that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to a fucking bed of dirty sheets, I'm like, what you mean? I'm fucking dope for this shit. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Chelsea Hood. Yeah, uh, December 4th, I'll be in Indianapolis. Uh, there's a show that a comic there named Alex Price runs. So if you want to come to that and you live in Indy, you can hit me up on Insta at Chelshood. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.